Sunday evening uh, around 10.25 Pacific Standard Time. My mother has gone into the hospital again. Uh, I turned to this podcast because this is like my salvation. Um, God is my salvation, 100%. Um, but this is cathartic for me. This is where, as a as a supposed Christian, if you want to call it that, I never call myself that. Never, never have I called myself that. I've called myself a child of God. If they tell you that, oh, there'll be days where you will you will grow angry. At God. I'm not angry at God. I'm mad at the situation. When my dad passed away, um, for you, for those who don't know, my dad was severely abusive to to all of us, um, to my mom and to myself. Um, I found out literally looking him up, looking up his social and finding out that he had died like two years. And it didn't hit me because I think at that point in time, I was still mad. I was still, I had hate in my heart. I was definitely not on, on the narrow path, so to speak. But uh, this one, this one hurts. This one does not feel good. <laughs> You're going to hear buzzing. And uh, it's my wife. Looks like we're getting updates as we speak on this podcast. She went back in with, um, she couldn't breathe. And, uh, I I do this because I want to show my vulnerability to people who are going through this and who maybe go through this one day. So this is why I do it. It's not selfish. It literally is free. It's for people. We're going to literally kind of go through this process together. Um, I hope to learn something from it. But right now, I just vent to you. And this is the first time I think that I've really actually vented. I think I've been really... um, I don't know, kind of monitored or kind of not monitored. What's the word I'm looking for? 
Um, I've been even killed. Today is not that day. I am very, very mad. I am mad at this situation. I am mad for her. I am, uh, I am mad that, that, uh, she feels like she's slipping away from me. So we better get her in to do this pod because I want her to be able to speak her truth and say what she needs to say. We're going to have to get this going. We're doing a production meeting on a pod that, uh, I'm not even choking back tears at this point. Tears are just rolling down my face. Why? It's a really shitty existence for somebody to be carted off on a stretcher to a hospital and just the fear and the not knowing in her eyes just sucks a lot. But then I prayed. And I prayed that uh, I told him I was mad. I told him I was really mad. And uh, we don't pray for her to come out of the hospital or pray to have her go. We just pray for God's will. We pray for whatever it is that he seems to decide that is just and right, because I do believe in my heart of hearts that his will is good, pleasing, and perfect. That's my belief. Now, some of you may not have that belief. You might think this is just completely terrible and uh, and probably completely terrible podcasting as well. And I can understand that. But uh, again, I say this to those who are in a similar situation, who has a loved one who is closer to the end than they are to the beginning, right? Um, We never know which day is going to be our day. But uh, for those who have, have a a person that they care for and they love that is in and out of hospitals and, and what have you. And you, you're just trying to do as much as you possibly can to make sure that when they're not in the hospital, that their quality of life is as good as it can possibly be with the means that you have. Right. And that's where I'm at. So I've never been in control of this situation, never wanted to be in control of this situation. I allow my my heavenly father to do that. And uh, but I am sad today because I just am it came out of nowhere. 
I mean, it came out of nowhere. She got back like three days ago, and now we're going back. And I definitely understand that this is this is life, folks. This is what it looks like. This is what this is what it could look like at the end. Um so it's a sobering reminder. And also, yes, I'm also doing this sober, um, which is good because I don't think I would have the clarity to jump on a microphone um, in my alter state like six years ago. So this is kind of like a audio journal for me as well. Um, but you guys are along for the ride. Wasn't a great day sports-wise either. Lakers lost. As a Laker fan, that sucked. Doesn't mean a lot right now. I'm glad that LeBron is back. But it doesn't mean a lot right now. Because the person that I need to get off the injury list, the person that I need to not be questionable or doubtful or out, is my mother. So, I don't think it's going to be like a long-term situation. I think this is just like little blips along the way, but it's super scary for that woman not to be able to breathe. And we had the uh, nebulizer here and gave her breathing treatments, and then uh, she just still just couldn't catch her breath. Could you imagine what that feels like like you just you cannot you cannot breathe and you're awake everything is working but you can't breathe note to my to my fellas and to my to my ladies out there if you uh you burn a few darts along the way, you might want to um, quit. Um, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to quit. Should be easier, right? Watching this woman suffer. You know the sick part? I didn't start smoking until like I was like 45. I had a cigarette here or there, like when I was younger. But I didn't really start smoking until I was 45. Weird. Then I tell myself it was like the only like legal thing right now that I can do that's like keep the stress level down. It's a little games that we play with ourselves to make it okay. It's not okay. But when she was leaving on that gurney tonight and just to look in her eye, just really not knowing what was going on. I mean, she knew what was going on, but I think she just, it just didn't quite, it just, just couldn't compute to her that she couldn't breathe and she couldn't understand why. And I, hey, I'm not a doctor. I didn't have 
any anything for her. The only thing I could tell her is, please listen to the paramedics. Please allow them to do what they need to do. And my emotions right now with this situation, like I said, I am mad. The one thing that I can tell you is that I am doing everything in my power to empty the tank. Um, I've been tried to be present as much as possible with her. Uh, be able to try to talk with her and show her love and understanding. Mix in with a couple jokes here and there. My sense of humor with my mother is uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's different. We've never had the the traditional son mother relationship either. You know, I I haven't really got totally into it because I wanted her to be able to kind of do it with me. We just can't string enough days together, man, that she feels good. That's where we are. Now, sometimes I'm getting real busy with uh you know, the trade deadline that passed for the NBA. But um and then with the free agency with football, and we still have no idea what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Well, we know what he's doing. We don't know what's going on with Green Bay. And we don't know what's going on with the Jets. And we still have no idea with Lamar. But uh this is This is what we're doing. This is how it is. I will tell you that doing this, I don't know if it helps anybody. I really don't. I hope it does. I hope these fragmented thoughts reach somebody. And I hope that the words maybe, maybe mean something to you. Maybe the emotion means something to you. Maybe this is something that you can parse out when your situation with your loved one um, comes down to that time. But I will tell you that this, for me, we've been a real secretive family for a long period of time. Um. You know, my mom was conditioned that way. My dad was physically abusive. We had secrets in the house. And for me to be this person, for me to be who I am doing this in front of the world, do you know what kind of blessing that is? I lived, I remember a time that I think I was 12. And this is real close to the end when my mom was finally going to leave my father for the very, very last time, he had gotten really, he had gotten so sick. And I mean, mentally ill where he had put like tin foil around the windows where we were living. And he thought that there was a, like a bug 
or like a microchip that was implanted in my ear and people were listening to our conversations and he wrote down like what we were having for dinner. And I remember one time he wrote it down and I don't, and I just blurted it out. I was like, this is what we're having for dinner. And I remember exactly what it was. We're going to have spaghetti with meat sauce. I remember this. I got hit so hard. My head whipped so fast to the left. Like I remember how he hit me. I remember how I felt when he hit me. Um, but it was so quick. It was so sudden and it hurt so much. But that's what that's the condition. That's the condition that we lived under. You know what I'm saying? That's where we were as a family. That's what was going on. There were secrets. You don't talk about what goes on in this house. You don't talk about the drinking. You don't talk about the abuse. You don't talk about anything. This stays in-house. You do not tell anyone. And if you do, you know what you're going to get. My mom lived like that even after he was gone. Didn't tell anybody anything. Don't tell anybody anything. Oh, you're having a bad day? Don't tell anybody that. Don't do that. Don't don't tell anybody. And if this reminds you of something you grew up with, go get counseling. Uh, Go get help. Because it's not right. This is a miracle for me to do this. Now, some people would say, why are you doing this? And I would tell you, just listen to the story that I just talked about. Now I'll tell you everything you need to know. We don't have secrets in our house anymore. And yeah, this might be a little bit more over the top, but I do hope that it helps somebody. Because I'm going through it. I am absolutely just sad, man. I'm just sad. I am. I'm at the end of my world right now. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I am really close. And I just am begging God to be with me and be with her and be with my wife and be just be be sovereign man do you do what you do and whatever that decision is I will live with that But yeah, that's what's going on. That's why I had to jump on the mic and do this. I don't know who's it going to help. I hope it helps somebody. And again, if you, if you, if some of some of these stories ring true to you, um, my Twitter is at frontrunnerpc. And uh, Nico's Twitter is at Nico 
FRPC. We would love to hear from you. You we would we don't have to put it on the pot. It can just be between us if that's what you want. But uh by the grace of God, all of these things that happened in my past, I I don't hold on to them anymore. I, I literally am uh I've forgiven my dad, I've forgiven my mom for everything. Um I've forgiven myself. Um, and God has forgiven me. Um, and that's the great point of this thing is that there is forgiveness. There's grace. There is room to be mad at God when all of this is going on. And it's not that I'm mad at him. I'm just mad at the situation. So we had a, we had a powwow before I went on air (laughs) and there were some choice words. Like, let's come on, man. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of love for my mother. I will always pray for her and pray for her. Um, just understanding of what love is, what true unconditional love is, and that's where we are. <clears throat> A son concerned for his mother at 1046 Pacific Standard Time. In the words of Cody Rhodes, so what do you want to talk about? I think the thing that I want to kind of say before I get off is this, is that we are a community and we are trying to build it and we have platforms to be able to do this on. And we, as a group, we wanted to know that we're trying to be inclusive. We want you in, you know, we want your We want your listenership. We value it. We want more listenership. So if for some reason, maybe the sports is not right up your alley, we we have about three or four life pods. And uh, we said that we would do these more and more. And unfortunately, I didn't think that I would be doing a pod at it at almost 11 o'clock at night. But here we are. We are doing a pod at almost 11 because I'm scared. Not scared, like scared. I'm scared for my mother. I'm scared for, you know, how she's doing. And if you want to know the reason why I'm not at the hospital right now, is because I chose to get the two um, COVID shots. I did not choose to get the booster at all. Um, Now, it's a personal choice. Um, 
I understand where some people lie. When my wife is at the hospital right now, so if anything went down to the point where she was uh, in a situation where we thought we were going to lose her, I would be at the hospital within four minutes. Trust and believe. Um, <laughs> well, she's there. I'm here. And the reason why this is the way it is is because there's always a plan. There's always someone, something moving it forward. And again, we want to make sure that our podcast is as real as it can possibly get. You can't get more real than a son worried about his mom. We want to take a holistic view because the thing that I always try to stress is that no matter how dark the day is, light will find its way in. There is a lesson in here. And the lesson just could be be more, be more present, be more attentive as far as that's concerned. Make sure you have emptied the tank because I definitely do not want to have that woman pass and not feel that I've let her know that no matter what we've all we've gone through with whatever disagreements we've had, that I I absolutely love her. I absolutely am blessed that I'm able to be here and cook her meals and sometimes wash her up and sometimes help her change her clothes and turn her oxygen machine on. And get her nebulizer ready for her. And get her walker out of the trunk of the car and bring it to where she's sitting. And then she can get down safely. These are things that that we do on a daily basis for her. And it is a joy for me. Because I was a selfish piece of trash back in the day. So for me to just literally care about somebody and have this this type of feeling inside me, I tell you, it is a true blessing. So for that being said, that's the update on my mother and I will get off of this microphone and I will take a deep breath and maybe I will go outside and maybe I will just sit still for a second and I will pray. I might shed a couple of tears and I will wait information from my wife about my mom. We have a pod tomorrow. Tomorrow, we should be doing a football pod. Think about that.
the world goes on, right? And it's not cold because I'm going to tell you right now, you know who's probably looking forward to that podcast the most because it's our favorite sport? My mother. I told you when she went into the hospital the last time, um, she she was very stressed about watching UCLA playing March Madness. That's my mom. So she will be upset if I don't do a pot tomorrow. So we will get ready and try to do a pot tomorrow. So again, if you if you listen to this pod, my thanks, my gratitude, and my appreciation you have. If anything in this pod resonated to you, if you if, if some of these things sound familiar to you, this happened to you, please reach out. Reach out to somebody. Reach out to um, a therapist or what have you because it's important to make sure that you get all of that out if you haven't done it already. I spent years of having self-worth issues and really just pragmatic issues. You know, like I said, I grew up in a house where it was nothing but secrets. So could you imagine 27-year-old Vince trying to figure it out? Do you lie? Do you tell the truth? I mean, literally, this is me, like, at 27, trying to figure it out. Because the truth was so foreign to me at that time. It was foreign. Imagine that. Imagine your mid-20s, late-20s, and the truth was foreign to me. <laughs> so that's why we do the podcast. That's why we have the transparency. That's why you get to hear that I might not be having the best day. But I hope that if one person is touched by this and moved by this to either pick up the phone and call somebody or go see somebody that they haven't talked to in a while that means a lot to them, then this podcast did its job. And if you went through something that was traumatic as you were growing up and it was one of those things that you kind of repressed and maybe, you know, you, you see some patterns in your life that you're kind of like, I wonder if that had anything to do with uh, some, some things that went on in my youth. Again, I would tell you, go talk to somebody. And it is about to turn 11, so I'm going to turn this mic off. I am very, again, grateful and appreciative that you listen to me. Um, kind of just 
go through this rant about my frustration and my concern and my love for my mother. So thank you for listening to me. And again, we should be back on this feed tomorrow. And I hope that everybody has a great night. And uh, call somebody who's special to you. Or go see somebody who's special to you. That's my last words. And I am out. Have a good night.